This Hungarian Grand Prix edition of the F1 Gambling Podcast here on the Sports Gambling Podcast Network is brought to you by Circa Sports. Circa Sports is back with their Circa Survivor and Circa Millions contest. $14 million up for grabs. Get all the details now at circasports.com. Get ready for speed. You just wait, sunshine. You just wait. Get ready for the passion. To whom it may concern you. Get ready for the raw emotion. Si, ragazzi! Grazie, grazie, grazie! Dai, forza Ferrari! Get ready for the F1 Gambling Podcast on the Sports Gambling Podcast Network. Now, here are your hosts, Rod Gomez and Cody Z. Coming back at you with another episode of the F1 Gambling Podcast here on the Sports Gambling Podcast Network. He's Cody Zeeb. I'm Rod Gomez, and we are getting ready to go to Hungary for the Hungarian Grand Prix. The Hungarian ring is awaiting these drivers after a week off. And uh, I got to tell you, I still think Max Verstappen is leading in Britain. Uh, I still think he hasn't lost his lead anywhere for this matter. I don't, is he already at Hungary leading laps right now? I, I just feel like that's where he's at. I think to win by as much as he usually does, he's probably already began the race. But uh, yeah, hey, you never know. It's a new week, right? It is a new week. Obviously, uh, if you joined us for last week's uh, F1 Gambling Podcast, it was sort of hijacked by the IndyCar episode. And listen, we had some fun in that race. Had some little bit of a success. Could have had a little bit more depending on uh, a bunch of crazy things. But we will recap that because guess what? Cody asked. And it happened. We got greenlit for a special edition of the F1 Gambling Podcast in which we will talk IndyCar. And um, who knows, maybe this ends up turning into the Open Wheel Gambling Podcast at some point. I mean, hard to rebrand at this at this stage, but eh. I don't know. We're only 30 episodes in. It could happen. It could happen. We could always just spin it off into another show, too, if we really felt like it. But, uh, I mean, no, it, it's it's been great. It's been fun, right? We've actually had the opportunity and that, that was a conversation we had when we started this one. We wanted to bet IndyCar more, but we weren't getting odds very often, very early, and it was made it really hard. But last week, we got odds very, very early in the week. So uh, knock on wood, maybe we'll get them early this week. Um, and so, yeah, but that's going to be really fun. Iowa, it's uh, at Iowa Speedway. It's back-to-back races. They're going to race Saturday and Sunday for IndyCar. So hoping that uh, odds will drop in the next day or two and we can get that episode in. So much racing to talk about this week, Rod. We talked about it over on the NASCAR Gambling Podcast on the recap, but there's so many things to talk about this week. We didn't have anywhere to cram in the IndyCar in place of anything else. Last week with F1 being off, gave us the opportunity to just talk about it. So get to do a special extra episode, which is going to be a lot of fun. I get to be at the Iowa race in person. I'll be there covering it as a member of the media. So that's going to be a lot of fun. I'm going to get a lot of behind the scenes and, and down on the, you know, in the paddock stuff. Um, so yeah, you'll definitely have to follow at F1 gambling pod. We'll definitely share plenty of that stuff over there. I'll be posting on that all weekend. Super pumped for that. Um, but yeah, we got, we got some F1 to talk about this week as well, which is always nice. And, uh, we got, let's see what they're racing this week in Hungary. 
and next week in Belgium. So got a couple of races here in a row before almost a month off <laughs> before the Dutch Grand Prix, unfortunately. But uh, excited for these two. Um, obviously, we we recapped the uh, the British Grand Prix on the last episode. I talked about the the Daniel Ricardo stuff last week as well with him joining the grid this week. Obviously, replacing uh, Nick DeVries. So going to be exciting. He's the guy we're going to talk about today because how does Daniel Ricardo come back and you can't find a way to bet on him, right? Got to gotta lay something on him, whether it makes sense to you or not, probably. But uh, no, it's it's he's the guy that we're definitely going to have to talk about, and it's going to be going to be another fun week again. The Max stuff is funny always, right? Of course, he he wins by a lot and stuff, but plenty of ways to build cards around that, as we have been doing, as we're going to continue to do. I'm excited. Yeah, with Max being minus 300 to win in some spots, it's just tough. And then, of course, when you look at all kinds of other things, the qualifying win, he's still minus 220-something in there. And it's just like everything you can take for Max to do He's going to be expensive, like as far as juice wise. And it's almost, it just doesn't make any sense anymore. Like a top, hold on. Uh, I had it up real quick and I, and I closed it for the ad reads, but like a top six finish for Max Verstappen at this point oh. is like <laughs> minus, hold on. I, I want to pull it up because I, I really do want to tell you guys what it says. So the finishing position for Max, a top six finish is at minus a hundred, well, minus a thousand. I was going to say minus 10 to 1, but that's not that's really not a thing. A points finish minus 1200. Uh, a podium even finish minus 400 for a top 2. Like, yeah, it's it's ridiculous just, at this point. Yeah. So, there's no there's no there's no making money off of well, I mean, okay. There's making money off of Verstappen, but you really have to you really have to want it. Yeah, yeah, it's yeah, it's tough, but again, there's plenty of ways to build around it. And we that's the expected, right? Max can run off into the sunset. We could place some other bets, maybe even place bets on other guys just in case, and uh, you never know. Yeah, I mean, and even if you wanted to take like a Red Bull for a points finish, both Red Bulls, that's minus 400. You know, anything to do with Red Bull is very frustrating to bet on nowadays. So like Cody said, and like you've grown accustomed to over the last 29 episodes of this show, uh, we will give you other ways and other avenues to bet. And, uh, and have some fun, whether it be practice, whether it be, you know, any other thing. And if you've migrated over to this F1 Gambling Podcast because it's been on the NASCAR Gambling Podcast channel, thank you for making this show actually hit on, on that channel as well. I mean, a, a lot of times you can just roll over it in the feed and, and say, ah, I'm not into it. But you guys have really embraced this show on that feed. So thanks for doing that because it's, it's, made, it's made us a lot happier to know that uh, this is reaching more people. Yeah, we've gotten a lot of positive feedback, heard a lot of great things from from you guys, and that's been great and allows us to do the extra episodes, right? The bosses look at the number. You ask for an extra episode for IndyCar, hell yeah, put out another episode because the people like it. They're clamoring for it, and uh, we appreciate it. Yep. I mean, before you know it, me and Cody are going to be covering everything with wheels, and then maybe we'll find a way to cover boats. Who knows? (laughs) (laughs) Watch out the... uh, Australian Supercars series runs a lot in the off season, so uh, maybe they'll give us odds on that. <laughs> maybe they will. Let's take a quick second, though, to tell you about Circa Sports. Circa Sports and Circa Millions and Circa Survivor, it's back. $14 million in guaranteed prizes are up for grabs. With the Circa Millions, you're going to get five NFL picks against the spread each week to try to win your way to those millions. And then for Circa Survivors, just like any other Survivor Challenge out there, pick a different money line winner each week. Hope you survive in advance. The best thing 
is that you can enter this in Las Vegas and play it from anywhere you want in the world, anywhere out in the open. It doesn't matter. I don't care where you play. Just play it anywhere. Uh, just make sure you enter in Vegas. And if you're out in Vegas at the last week of August, you're going to get to meet Sean and Ryan from the Sports Gambling Podcast proper. They're going to be out there having some fun. You can say Cody and Rod sent you and uh, they'll promptly show you the door. So uh, that'll be fun. If you want more information on all of that, go to circusports.com for all those details, circusports.com. I've been shown the door so many times just by saying, hi, I'm Rod Gomez." They're like, yep, we know you <laughs> leave. That's weird. I usually say, hi, I'm Rod Gomez too, and people like it. So I don't it's, know. <laughs> it's weird. I don't know how that works. Uh, well, maybe next time I'll just lead with, hi, I'm Cody Z, but then everybody be like, oh my God, you hit me a 30 to one. Let's go. Yeah. Hey, if you, yeah, if you don't listen to the NASCAR gambling podcast, did give out a 30 to one over there last week. So that was a lot of fun. Um, I wanted to touch on the F1 schedule, which dropped uh, last week ish or so, but uh, a couple of notable things on here. Um, Bahrain still going to be to open up the season, but it's going to be a Saturday race. Along with the Saudi Arabia race, what uh, what do you think about Saturday races there, Rob? Uh, I think I'm for them, only because I guess it means that I can get an earlier jump on it. Because you know, nine times out of ten, I'm I'm watching the the F1 race leading right into the Cup race. Right. So maybe an earlier earlier okay, F1 as, race as NASCAR fan. I mean, we got Xfinity on Saturday still, but I kind of like the idea of the Saturday races. Uh, I think that's going to be cool. Japan is going to move up towards the start of the season more. It'll be the fourth round of the season. China is going to be back. Uh, so back on the schedule after, obviously, a, what, three-year hiatus at this point. Um, so that's good to see. And then it's a triple header of Vegas, Qatar, and Abu Dhabi to finish out the season. Oof. Some uh, 20, 24 races this coming season. So that, uh, that will be fun because we're only at... We got only 23 this year and, of course, 22 with the, with the Italian Grand Prix not running earlier this season yeah it's I, so, uh, i'm more i'm for it let's go i i'm willing to see what a saturday race means for it because then that means everything else is pushed up so it gives us stuff to talk about on you know thursday or whatever or even watching the qualifying and practices and and everything a day earlier i, I think that'll be fun I, I like that let's let's go i agree i mean and it is right in the beginning of that year right so it's like march april Right, May that that area where it's all yeah. before before NASCAR gets hot and heavy too. So yeah, yeah, because it's February 29th will be the first would be the beginning of the the Bahrain weekend with the race on March 2nd. So starts nice and early for us. I love it. Uh, well, we are of course in the Hungarian Grand Prix. We are in Hungary. We are in the Hungaro Ring. I love how that is too. The Hungaro Ring. <laughs> and, uh, yeah. This track. Looks like a thumbs up. I'm just going to go ahead and say it looks wow. like a thumbs up, right? It does. Yep. It looks like yeah. somebody's giving you a thumbs up. That's, yep. Perfect. You nailed it. With I the, have no rebuttal on that one. With the sleeve as the, what, beginning of it, like between yeah. uh, turn one and 14, and then, or turn 14 and one, rather. And then, of course, the rest of it's all up there. Turn five is the thumb. It looks like, yeah, looks like a thumbs up. I'll, I'll give it to you. Yes, I love nailing the what does this track look like. Uh, the first Grand Prix on this was in 1986. They will take 70 laps around this 4.38-kilometer track, so just north of about three miles or so, uh, a little more than three miles. 
which is crazy because it, it doesn't really look like uh like that. I mean, it doesn't look that long. No, no, it's five. It's just short of of uh of three miles. I'm sorry, a four k a five k is three miles. Four point three eight one is short of that. Cody, I, I'll learn. I'll learn this system. Hey, this conversion math is uh it's not easy. <laughs> I was told I'd never need math when I left home. Uh, two point seven two miles for this track. So it's a pretty short track. Uh, actually for this and uh, the race distance is 306 kilometers uh, which again the conversion of this is is up to you so <laughs> i'm gonna i'm gonna lead it up to everybody rod's so horrible at doing this yeah shut up i don't care <laughs> it's 190 that's what it is one 190 and a half miles on this the track record for this one minute 16.627 seconds belongs to lewis hamilton in 2020, who, by the way, and I know we'll talk about him here in a second, has pretty much stamped his name on this <laughs> track, man. Uh, it's crazy. Oh, man. The statistics for Hamilton on this track, we're going to talk about him plenty, uh, a lot today because of reason. Like, he has been, obviously, we know how good he's been in general, but he has absolutely dominated. This might arguably probably his best track, best circuit that he runs on. I mean, just the, the incredible results and statistics he has here is is absolutely amazing i mean i won't go into do too much detail because like you said we're going to be doing it either ways but i will tell you that among active drivers he is far and away the leader in in wins in top fives in top tens like yeah there's there's just a, a reason that uh yeah and this uh this track too provided us a good race last year like max verstappen still won a course but uh he was he was 10th place a little bit later on in the race and had to fight his way back to the win so uh, got some excitement there with as dominant as he's been this year. That doesn't uh, bode well for the competition, of course, because he's likely going to be running away with it early. But uh, we'll see. That was the other thing I want to talk about, too. Um, let me pull up. They are trying something different in qualifying this week. It's a test just for this week only as of now. So in Q1, they're going to run. They're going to be forced to run hard tires. Q2 is going to be medium tires. And Q3 is going to be soft tires. Ooh. Um, so that'd be the qualifying format for this weekend. Um, yeah, I think F, uh, F1 bet tipsters who posted that, uh, that I had seen. So shout out to him, but, uh, yeah, so different, uh, different qualifying scenario where they're going to force them, you know, on the hard tires and the mediums, then the softs. So you'll have three different, three different quals with, uh, with your three different sets and, Maybe that'll throw a wrench in it, Rod. <laughs> I, I kind of like it, actually. I, I feel like I that's a pretty good strategy because, you know, we don't yeah. see hard tires fire off very fast uh, for these drivers. And if you if you kind of force them to drive well, I mean, this this basically separates the drive. This puts the driver in control, yeah. I think, you know? Yeah, make it more about the driver than necessarily the equipment, which, uh, you know, I think could, could shift up the result a little bit and shake things up and get for a different grid to, to start on Sunday. Uh, yeah. I mean, that would oh, be pretty interesting to watch this play out. And if they keep it, uh, I like it. Yeah. Um, yeah. It'll be interesting to see how it goes. I mean, man, qualifying has been the most exciting race every weekend with F1 this season, but, uh, another wrench to throw in it, keep it even more exciting maybe. And, uh, yeah, we'll have to see if they keep it going forward. From what I've seen, it's just this weekend as of now, they're going to try it and see how it goes, but it'll be interesting to, to keep an eye on that and see how much it changes things. Fun to throw stuff at the wall and hope it sticks. Uh, on this track, one DRS zone. That is crazy, and it's between turns 13 and 14. There's just one zone, and it's not even a very long zone, so they don't no, get a necessarily... 
Yeah, they don't get a, a an advantage. You know, we talk about Red Bull all the time being uh, mm. just a gigantic advantage when it comes to DRS. Well, this isn't it. But again, if Max can jump out to a big enough win, I guess it or a big enough lead rather, it doesn't even yeah. matter. So, you know. yeah, and Red Bull's got some upgrades they're going to do this weekend. I feel like there should be a rule against them being able to do upgrades at this point. But uh, just kidding. But it'll be, yeah, I mean, we'll see. <laughs> Maybe Checo gets things right, the ship righted a little bit, I guess. Hey, listen, and a couple of years ago, Verstappen got caught up in a gigantic wreck here. So, I mean, again, it's not out of the realm of possibility that that can happen. I mean, that, that first opening start was just a monster. It took out so many cars. Cars are going backwards. Like, it was a, it was a really rough start. So, if we get into one of those... And and Max, yeah. you know, is is not qualified well because of the new system or whatever. I don't know. Probably will happen, but you know, right. if it does, I mean, uh, yeah, and that's the most likely thing, right? Max comes out, he's fastest in practice, he wins qualifying, he wins by thirty seconds. Yes, and and could you go bet minus three hundred? Sure, but there, he. It sounds crazy to say, right? He can't win all of them. Stuff is going to happen. Eventually, he's going to lose a race. If you're holding a minus 300 ticket at that point, that is going to hurt because it's got to happen right so many more times than it goes wrong. And I mean, there's bets out there. I think bet 365, I saw you could get him to be not classified at plus 800. So in case he gets in a wreck, in case he has a mechanical problem early on in the race, there's stuff out there you could bet that way too. And, and we'll talk about, you know, sometimes we like to sprinkle a long shot driver to win a race just because. He's not invincible as much as it seems like he is, and he is going to lose at some point. He can get caught up in things. Like you mentioned, we saw it with that wreck a couple of years ago. Even last year, he was stuck back in 10th at some point, which means he had to fight his way through the field. He had to pass people. He could have got caught up in something then. Mechanical problems can still happen, even to Red Bulls, despite how good they've been, right? We just saw it last year. Even they had some electrical issues, especially early on in the season, so... It's, you know, you could come on here and say, well, just bet max plus minus 300 every week. And sure, you're probably going to cash most weeks. But first of all, that's not fun. Second of all, it's not really a profitable strategy long term. And things can happen. It's not a guaranteed thing. He's always going to win. No, it's not. I tell you what is guaranteed. You're having fun on Underdog Fantasy. Underdog Fantasy is what brings us to you. Best Ball Mania 4 is here, and Underdog is giving away $15 million in prizes. Underdog Pick'em is also a great way to get down on, we've discovered, your favorite NASCAR as well as your favorite MLB and NFL player props. So many ways to win over on Underdog, and Underdog is available in so many states you want in on the action head over to underdogfantasy.com use the promo code sgpn for a 100 deposit bonus up to 100 that's underdogfantasy.com promo code sgpn well cody because we do uh anticipate max Verstappen rolling off a second win in a row here uh in the hungarian grand prix how are we going to build bets that will make people money and have them watching this race and actually having fun despite watching Max drive off into whatever country is a few hundred miles away from Hungary at that point? <laughs> exactly. Well, it doesn't matter if Max wins this. As long as Lewis ends up on the po or on the podium, rather, plus 120 over on Barstool Sportsbook, we talked about it in the open, right? Lewis Hamilton is fucking good at this track. He has got five finishes in a row of either first or second. He's been second the last two seasons, won the three previous races in a row before that. He has got 
eight wins here, Rod. Eight wins in 16 tries. He has won 50% of the races he has entered here. He has one finish worse than sixth place in those 16 races, and that was because he had a transmission issue in 2010. Um, he's finished on the podium, which is what this bet is at plus money for 12 of 16 times. That's like a 75% hit rate in 16, not, not, you know, three out of four. So like in 16 tries, he is getting there a lot. Um, and in the, this season, the last four races, he's got on the finish on the podium three different times. So I know that Lewis is not the Lewis of old, right? And he's not dominating like he used to. And and now it's Max's F1 instead of Lewis's F1. We get it, right? But Lewis is not a slouch. And if Max wasn't around, we'd still be talking about Lewis the way we were before because look what he's still doing. He's finishing second to Max a lot. He's still getting on the podium. Three of the last four he's been on the podium. I don't think, I don't have it in front of me, but I don't think he's finished worse than like fifth or sixth this entire season. It's been a really, really good season for Ma for Lewis. I was going to say for Max. Of course, it's been a good season for Max, right? But been a great season for Lewis as well. And, and now you're coming to a track where he has got, I mean, these statistics are crazy. 16 races. One time he's finished worse than 16th, and it was a mechanical problem. Not even nothing he could control, right? And 12 times on the podium, he's won half of the entries here. Eight out of 16. Insane how good Lewis is here. And you're still getting plus money. Max can run away with this and win it. It doesn't matter as long as Lewis ends up on the podium. And if Max has an issue or, or trouble, that opens up another spot to ensure Lewis gets on the podium. So I he's just he's so freaking good here that you cannot have him, especially at plus money. As I was digging into the statistics, Rod, I was doing the research and I noticed that I'm like, wow. I mean, almost anywhere, right? You look back far enough and Lewis has been really good over the years in a lot of places, but just the consistency through his entire career, he's back at McLaren, all the way through the Mercedes days. I mean, just how good, how dominant he's been here. I was like, well, I'll go check out the podium finish, but I'm like, probably gonna be like minus 150. I'm, I'm like, plus money. Wow, it's just, it's crazy because been on fire lately here this season, been on fire every time he's come to this track. Can't love this one enough. Lewis to be on the podium, plus 120 over on Barstool Sportsbook. Yeah, and you definitely had that one in the in the documents before I could get in on that because that was for sure one of mine. And <laughs> and it's hard, like you said, it's hard to pull up this track and not see that he has been just lights out at this track. And it's hard to not want to work him into something in this, especially given the fact that, listen, Lewis Hamilton's worst finish this season was eighth place a couple of weeks ago. Uh, not at Silverstone, uh, but the week before that, at the at Red Bull Ring. So, I mean, I'm telling you right now, he has been an absolute terror on the track this season. Kind of making up for the the ups and downs of last year, too, where it was just sort of like, uh, hit or miss for him. So I'm going to stay in that area, and I'm going to take a... This is this is a gamble, guys. I mean, and a lot of times we try to give you safer bets. Wait, we try wait. to... This is, it, this is the F1 gambling podcast. I huh? know, but people don't like to take <laughs> chances all the time. And so they all want the lock bets. This is my lock. And that's fine. And that's all well and dandy. But sometimes you just got to go with where the numbers take you. And for practice one, Lewis Hamilton is 16 to 1 to have the fastest P1 time. And to put this in perspective, Max Verstappen is at minus 225 for the fastest P1 time. Could that happen? Yeah. 
Has it happened? Several times this season. But I'm telling you right now, if we're going to ride off of what Cody's saying, especially given how quick and how good Lewis Hamilton has been on this track, 16 to 1, consider Alfonso, uh, uh, Alonso, rather, Alfonso, Fernando Alonso. <laughs> there I go butchering the English language again and mispronouncing everybody's names. Uh, Fernando Alonso's at 7 to 1. Leclerc's at nine to one for this. Perez at nine to one. Signs at nine to one. Even Lando Norris is at sixteen to one. So you're telling me that one of the fastest guys on this track, he owns the track record here on this track, can't find a way to get around a quick lap. And listen, if there's different qualifying scenarios going on, if there's different qualifying, uh, uh, you know, uh, uh, protocol. Jesus Christ, Rod, the words going on right now. I think that he'd be more apt to kind of take that and and all of that and be able to adapt quicker than anybody else on that list. So I, I mean, sixteen to one for me for a guy to go out and be fastest in practice, who's had as much success around this track as he had. I, I'm going to take that all day long. The the jump from him to Russell, uh, Russell's at thirty three to one. You know, and, and that's really where I would draw the line because. And that's really where the books draw the line, too, because Oscar Piastri's next at 66 to 1. But like I said, anything can happen. Obviously, Max at minus 225, it's not as juiced as him winning. But again, this is practice. You don't want to lay that much juice in practice. If you're going to take a practice bet. Talking about practice? Practice? (laughs) But we've hit some good practice bets over the years. So, um, yeah, like I said, Lewis Hamilton, 16 to 1, to have the fastest practice one. I just feel like that's a good, good chance to take, a good gamble to make. Yeah, and like this is where long shot stuff like this really makes sense because sure, Max is couldn't be the fastest in practice if he wants to be. But if they're working on something, if they're trying something else, something out, they've got these upgrades, they might be trying something specifically with that. Like you said, trying something on different tires for for qualifying. He doesn't he, he's going to be good. He's probably going to beat everyone by a lot. He doesn't have to come out and run the fastest lap in FP1 just because he can. He might do it just because he wants to. And if he wants to, sure, he will. But it's not a guaranteed thing. And it's not like the race where he is racing to win, right? You don't, it, being fastest in FP1 doesn't give you a point. It doesn't really mean anything as far as, you know, the season long whatever goes other than hey, he was the fastest. So I think this is a great place to take it. Um, he's been fastest in FB1 here in 2019, 2020, other times going farther back as well. So uh, definitely something he can do. He's got the track record, like you said. Just got done talking about how freaking good he is at this track. He knows this place, loves this place. Maybe he feels like this is a weekend where he can come in if he you know, puts that helmet on, straps in, and, and has the mentality of this is the one he's going to win. He comes out just firing right from the gun. 16 to 1 in practice. That's uh, I think that's a great call uh, and really, really good odds. So I like it, Rob. I do too. Like I said, we're kind of high on, on Hamilton this week, but for really good reason. It's it's tough to, to have a guy, you know, a lot like we talked about Martin Chooks Jr. Uh, in the NASCAR Gambling Podcast. He was so good at New Hampshire for so long. It was hard to ignore his name popping up over and over again. It's the same with Lewis Hamilton in this track. Yeah, agreed. Next up for me, going to stick with the McLaren boys. They have been on fire. They had an amazing, amazing race at the British GP. Um, I'm going to take them both to finish in the points, minus 120. Uh, You go back and look at at the Great Britain Grand Prix, right, at the British Grand Prix uh, last race. I mean, Lando was incredibly fast the entire weekend, finishes in second place. 
Piastri probably should have finished in third, ends up finishing in fourth, giving Lewis that, that podium. But uh, but runs in fourth place, having a great finish. Um, both of them doing well. You go back over the last five races, Piastri has finished in the points three of those races. One of the races he finished in 11th, so one spot out of the points. So for the last five, he's been within one position to get into the points. Um, and you go back and look at Lando for the last five as well. He's been inside the points. Um, and he's only got he's only been in the points five total times this season. So it's been lately where they're really figuring things out. We talked about the upgrades going into last week. We had multiple bets on them. We hit those. They're still only minus 120 uh, to get both cars in the points. That's They only have to beat half the grid with especially the way Lando's been running lately and Piastri hasn't been any slouch either finishing in again three of the last or three of the last five and that plus an 11th place so he's been in the mix every week lately to get into the points they've had the upgrades they were very very impressive last week um, some of these other teams right it, it's been kind of a, a toss-up Alpine's kind of fallen off a little bit we've still seen it from Alonso to some degree but Stroll has really kind of dropped off um the uh oh boy who's uh ocon what team does he race for uh <laughs> it's slipping my mind alpine but they, alpine is ocon yeah yeah alpine yeah they've both both those guys struggled last week and the last couple of weeks have been a little rougher for them uh ferrari's even unreliable big shocker right on a week-to-week basis uh george russell hasn't been that impressive so like there's plenty of room for these guys to easily get up into the points even over some of the higher tier teams, those are higher tier teams, right? Not including all the other other things going on. So give me both McLarens to finish in the points. Minus 120 over on Bet365. I think that's a, a great price as well. So just for context to Red Bull for points, like I said, minus 400 for both of those. Mercedes minus 225, Ferrari minus 200. And listen, Ferrari at minus 200, that's even a gamble because yeah, Leclerc and big. Sainz have both been struggling this week or this season. So to have one of them, you know, not finishing the points is not necessarily out of their own possibility. So McLaren at minus 120 is just the right price. Like you said, Alpine at plus 175, it's a little tough with both Alpines trying to to make that. I'm going to make a case for one of them here in a second, but to have both of them have good points finishes is tough. Aston Martin at minus 110, I mean, look, Stroll and Alonso, they're both good, and they've both been good at the same time at the same time, but it's that's tough too, so... Yeah, it's it. I like the value of minus one twenty for McLaren, especially since both of them have been on fire. So we'll take that. Um, all right, I said I was going to make a case for one of the Alpines. Well, I'll make a case for uh, Esteban Ocon. And, and listen, this is going to be a tough one too. I I guess I'm not I'm not playing it safe this week. I'm taking risks, man, all over the board. Um, Rod's going for it. I like it. I, I'm throwing caution to the wind this week. I feel like this is a good week for uh, Esteban Ocon. His top finish odds, and maybe it's because I'm looking for for good odds for something that could possibly happen. You know, it's again, we know what will happen in that Max Verstappen is going to win this race, but I want to pick things that could happen. And and Esteban Alcon as a top six finish seems like a pretty decent bet at plus six hundred. I mean, you're getting six to one on this, and he's going to finish inside the top six. Like I said, this is going to be a tough haul for you to to want to bet this, and I get it. I mean, last week he finished 20th with an oil leak. He only got nine laps of the 52 in on this one. Um, you know, he's finished 14th, 8th, 8th, 9th, 15th, 14th, 8th. So he's been a couple of 
of places away from a top six finish several times. In Monaco, he actually did have a third place finish when he started third. But I will say this for Esteban Ocon, and that in on this track in particular, he's made five total starts. His average finish here is just over ninth place. Last season, he got a ninth place finish, but in 2021, like I said, in that pinball derby that was uh, that 2021 race here, he actually won from the eighth position. Last season, I said he got ninth. He started in the fifth position. So uh, again, it was just a, a really tough race for him last year, and he was a lap down. Honestly, there was only there was only a few cars on the lead lap in that. Most of the other cars, uh, in fact, there was only seven cars on the lead lap. That's how much Max killed everybody. Uh, just literally put everybody a lap down, except for uh, all but you know up to Lando Norris in seventh place. So uh, again, but for that, I feel like he should have been able to turn in a decent performance there. At six to one for a top six finish, you know, reading off some of the other odds for this. Uh, it's just difficult to even want to bet anybody. Top six finish, like I said, for Verstappen, minus 1,000. Perez, minus 500. Alonso, minus 400. Hamilton, minus 400. Norris, minus 225 even. Leclerc at minus 225. Sainz at minus 188. Russell at minus 175. I mean, look, Oscar Oscar Piastri is a little bit uh, enticing here at plus 240, but then it goes to Esteban Alcon at plus 600. So I'll... I'll take the chance on Alcon at uh, at plus 600 because, again, I feel like it represents the best value for a driver that's been good on this track. He just needs to be good week in and week out. So uh, I feel like better times are ahead for Alcon, and you can bet him at 6-1 to one to win a sixth-place finish at least. Yeah, so I I really looked at this one, actually. This was one that almost made the cut, but I didn't put on here. I, he's shown flashes, right? I just got done saying it's been a little bit rougher for them the last couple of weeks, but they've shown a lot of flashes and, and Ocon's a guy that can get it done. If he shows up, if he has a good qualifying run, maybe this, this different uh, tire shakeup thing will help him get a good start. He can hang on to it, especially if the Ferraris aren't impressive. Again, Russell hasn't been very impressive lately. Alp, uh, uh, Aston Martin's been, been up and down, right? With, with Alonzo. So, uh, and, checkout starts 20th every week like dude can't get through q1 so if he was up front you sure he'd get good finishes but he still managed some decent finishes but it's an uphill battle for the guy every single week i don't know if he's just looking for a challenge or what's going on but we'll see if, he, if this strategy maybe helps him get out of it but uh i do think that it's a good call for Ocon top six uh because of the odds right you're getting that six to one long shot of course but he's a guy who can get it done so i like it Here's going to be my uh, my fun heartstrings play of the week, right? Daniel Ricardo's back. This this guy with his big smile, he's not going to come back into the series. I'm not going to have a bet on him, Rod. This was the best way I could find to bet on him. I'm going to take him for a points finish. It's two to one odds. Uh, I get it. The Alphatories have not been super great this season, right? They've only finished in the points one time with Yuki Sonoda, and so they've got that going against them. But it is Daniel Ricardo. I think he's a much better driver than both Sonoda and DeVries. I don't think that's even arguable, right? This team is still owned by Red Bull. I, I get that this isn't the Red Bull team, but they do own it. Maybe they put a little extra on there this week. Help out Ricardo. They're bringing him back. It's a big thing for the team. Give it a lift. Give it a boost. The storyline, right? Everything leading up into the week is going to be the big smile, the fan favorite. He's back. It's Ricardo. Here he is. 
Um, and, and everybody's going to love it. They're going to be talking about it. We see it so many times in motorsports, whether it's a NASCAR, whether it's at the local tracks, whatever. Sometimes these heartwarming stories have good, positive results. The broadcast is going to be so happy when Max is leading by 37 seconds. If they can go look at Daniel Ricciardo, he comes into this team. Nick DeVries didn't finish on the points all year in this car. Look at him battling for a points finish here. Two to one. Give it to me. Um, he has been 11th or better in the last three races here. Granted, better equipment, right? He was with McLaren for most of that. Um, but Yuki Sonoda does have... Um, he's been 11th or better in half of the races this season. Only one points finish, so he's finished 11th four times. But he's been really, really close in half of the races over the season. So if you're telling me Sonoda can get to 11th half of the races this season, why can't Ricardo get into the top 10? I think it's very, very likely that he can. I want to have a bet on the guy just because I want to be rooting for him this weekend. Going to be a feel-good story. Everybody's going to love it. You're getting a two-to-one odds, so you're not having to pay juice on, on anything. Uh, I looked around at some different ways to bet him, and I feel like this is the best way, the most realistic way that, that it could cash. So Daniel Ricciardo um, to finish in the points at plus 200, and I got that over on – where did I get that, Rod? <laughs> uh, bet 365. So, yes. Yes. Um, and, and listen, that is one that I definitely had to written down. Obviously, you got to the sheet before I did, so I didn't get a chance to put it on there. But you're right. I mean, listen, a top 10 finish for Daniel Ricciardo is is fantastic. I, I, again, this Alpha this AlphaTauri team is not necessarily all that awful. Uh, it's just frustrating because, obviously, DeVries was not necessarily holding up his end of the bargain. So, um, yeah, I'm definitely all for Ricardo. It's a feel good story, right? I mean, the guy's been, uh, he's been doing stuff. He's been putting stuff together and I think, uh, he'll do that as well here. Uh, at least a top 10 finish for him. He hasn't forgotten completely out of drive. He's been doing it and doing it well. So, uh, all right. Something that I found on bet 365. Hey, listen, and by the way, bet 365 kudos to you for, uh, for throwing this out there because I, for one, I always give out my fastest pit uh, stop bet, right? And a lot of times it's minus whatever for... And in fact, DraftKings isn't even giving you a fastest pit stop right now as we speak uh, because we've we've milked that already. Minus 150 so many times it's, it's happened. But they're actually giving you fastest pit stop by driver or first pit stop. Uh, oh, it's a first pit stop by driver. Oh, that changes everything. Um, <laughs> wow. Okay. They've got. Hmm. I'll still. I'll They've got. They have fastest team pit stop too. Do they? Yeah. Where's that? You want at? some odds? Where's that at? On on, on bet bet three sixty five. Show me. Uh, right so down. fastest fastest team pit stop. It's under the race quote unquote team section. Race team um, section. So you've got Red Bull at minus one twenty five. McLaren at plus two seventy five. Ferrari plus three hundred. All right, we'll take that. Take the take the Red Bull minus one twenty five for the fastest pit stop. Uh, my eyes are old and they did not read very well, so <clears throat> apologies for that. Holy cow! That's why I got super excited because Sergio Perez was twenty to one in that, and I was like, <laughs> "You've got to be kidding me! You're giving me twenty to one on Sergio Perez for the fastest pit stop." Uh, that dude. Every time Red Bull has a fast pit stop, which has happened four times this season, it's been Sergio Perez. He's got the fastest pit stop this year. All, all over the place. And if you look back to 2022, the the fastest pit stop at this track 
was Sergio Perez with a 2.19 pit stop. So, again, it, it, anytime Red Bull has the fastest pit stop, it's usually Sergio Perez. But uh, I still like that they didn't juice this too much. So, minus 125, you say, for a fastest Red Bull pit stop? Yes, sir. I will take that. So, put that down in the, uh, in the official bets. And if, if you ever see 20 to 1 for Sergio Perez to have the fastest pit stop in a race, smash that. Exactly. <laughs> uh, all right. Save me, Cody, for myself. I'll save you. Uh, I feel like we probably should take one more break. Oh, you're your, right. You're our, right. Uh, our final picks. Look at you. You got. I got all flustered from not being able to figure yeah, out what that's my... That's why I'm here to save you. <laughs> oh, my God, Rod. Well, listen, full disclosure, we just had taped to the NASCAR show, too, so... Uh, yeah, my eyes were, were kind of playing. It's been a long week already on Monday evening it, it, here. It has, it has. <laughs> uh, plus, it's like 195 out here today, so I'm probably melting anyways in front of you. So, uh, yeah, let's take one more break. We'll come back. We'll give you our race. Well, we'll, we'll tell you things that uh, make it better for race winners, shall we? <laughs> hey, everybody. If you play fantasy football, especially in auction leagues. And or you're a whiskey fan. Yes, exactly. Check out the Sports Gambling Podcast fantasy football channel show, Old Fashioned Football. Coming to you every Tuesday morning, give us a listen. We'll bring you the latest fantasy football data, including... The injury report. Studs and duds. Waiver wire targets. And suggested fab. Market movers. After all, we are the Marks. He is my hubby. And she's J-Mark's wifey. And we're bringing all this to you while drinking an Old Fashioned and giving you our honest review of a different whiskey every week all that and more hop on over give us a listen come for the football stay for the whiskey this ad's almost done going once going twice sold well okay if you've uh if you've grown tired of hearing us say week after week max are stopping a win we aren't going to say that but we also want the disclaimer out there that you know what's going to happen so in short of that cody what are we else are we predicting for our final bet of the of the day well, Rod, you know I can't go through the show without giving out a classified finisher's bet. So I, I was doing a little more research while you were talking there because I'm changing. I I was having trouble deciding where I was going to go this week. So just to review, obviously this has been something we've been hitting on every week. It, it did not hit for us last week because they've completely screwed with the pricing. Um, but there are... <laughs> Over 17 and a half is now minus 175. So if you go to 18 and a half, it's plus 175. So it's kind of where are we going in there? But over on bet 365 here, um, in the race section, they have a total classified driver three way bet. And you can get over 18 at plus 175. There's been at least 17 in every single race this season. Um, we had 18 hit last week. Let me double check that. I believe it was 18 at, yes, 18 at the British Grand Prix last week. Um, we had 19 in Austria, 18 in Canada, perfect 20 in Spain, 19 at Monaco, 20 at the U.S. Grand Prix, uh, 18 in Baku, 18 in Saudi Arabia, 17 back in Bahrain. It has been over, 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 over. It just keeps hitting um and the one that i didn't touch on was australia which was just 17 so of the 11 uh rounds wait have we done 11 no we've done oh boy i'm all over the place here we've done 10 because uh it throws me off they don't adjust that well yeah because so, of, of yeah because uh, we missed the, the italian yeah. yeah so eight of the 10 
have been 18 or over. So we're going to go with that uh, 18, over 18 classified finishers plus 175. Sorry, I got all kinds of notes scratched out over here because I was <laughs> considering something else. But this is my official play. This is what I'm going with. I think this is the way. I mean, it's just we've not had drivers just not getting classified this year. I mean, we've got multiple perfect races where everybody makes it. Last week seemed like a complete total shit show, and there still was 18 cars classified, right? We had happened to bet on 18 and a half, so didn't hit it, unfortunately. But I think that getting it at over 18 at plus 175 is the best way to go. So I will take that for my classified finishers bet. Uh, again, over on bet 365. That's where we're pulling a lot of our bets from this week. Shout out to them again. Like you said, they've got a ton of options out early in the week. We're wanting to get this one out early so we can get our IndyCar show in later this week. Um, and so shout out to those guys. Also, Rod, I'm going to go out on a limb, throw one out there. Lewis Hamilton is boosted over on bet 365 to 16 to 1, 14 to 1, a lot of other books. I would take either price. Again, keep in mind, likely going to be Max Verstappen. It's likely going to be by 30 seconds. He's going to pit the last second and get his fastest lap and still win by 10 seconds, whatever the deal is. Like we talked about earlier, there's always that possibility something goes wrong. And if something, it's Lewis is likely not going to beat him just straight up head to head. I, I don't see it happening that way. It's a very small chance that it's possible, right? But if something happens to Max, if he gets caught up in, in qualifying, he you know has a bad round or something, has to start near the back, has to work his way up, gets caught up in a wreck, has a mechanical problem, whatever it is, Lewis is going to be there. We talked about him earlier on in this race and how earlier on in the show, how good he is at this race. I don't need to rehash all of the stats, but it's freaking amazing. It's freaking good. He's going to already be on the podium. He's going to be waiting right there in the wings just in case something happens. Lewis Hamilton to win 16 to one. I will take as a, as a just in case something happens to Max bet. Well, and what's crazy is though, if he wins P1, the FP1, that's 16 to one. If he wins the race, it's 16 to one. That's a pretty damn Ooh, good buddy. couple of days, right? So that's a, that's a real, real nice couple of days for you. Yeah. Uh, so I like that. I do too. And in fact, if, if anything goes wrong, I back you on that Lewis one as well. It's got to happen at how some about, point. How about you can also get, we're going to add this as the show play. You can get fastest qualifier and win the race. For for reference, Max is minus two twenty five on Bet three sixty five for this, but uh, Lewis is fifty to one. So we're gonna put that out there. Official play: Lewis fastest qualifier and win the race. Again, he knows this track. He's really good. We know it's Max Verstappen's world, and we're just living in it. But this one has legs. He's the type of guy that can put himself in the position to have it fifty to one fastest qualifier win the race over on Bet three sixty five. Give us Lewis Hamilton. I love it. All right. Funny that I, I consider this a hedge against stuff that we want to happen, right? But this is a hedge because if it happens, it's going to happen and you're going to cash. And that's max to win and have the fastest lap. It's still only at minus 150 over there on bet 365. So you're paying half the price. Obviously, you're trying, you, you know, the the win is the one thing, but uh, but the fastest lap is always the the variable in there. Uh, that always can change at a, in a moment's notice. But again, as we've seen all season long, we saw it last week too, where all Max has to do is decide he wants to put down the fastest lap and then he puts down the fastest lap. And it's just, 
You know, th- that counts for a point. Like Cody was saying, free practice doesn't count for a point. Well, fastest laps count for points. So he wants it every single week. He wants the most points that he can get out of every single week. And, I mean, look, if we're working off the assumption that he's going to win every week, you might as well figure out how to make money and not pay a lot of juice on it. And this is probably the easiest way to do it. Now, again, as we caution you, it's not always a guarantee, but... You know, if you want to put enough on this to hedge some of those bets that you made in hoping to hit bigger, then that's what that's what I'm talking about with this being a hedge. It's not necessarily a hedge because you don't think it's going to happen. In fact, it's a hedge because you think this is going to happen and you're prepping for other stuff to hopefully hit for you as well. And if this hits for you, at least you've won money and at least you've cashed that ticket uh, and to kind of recoup maybe everything else that you were hoping for to happen in that race. But yeah, again, it's it's difficult not to give this play out almost every week. Obviously, like we said, we come up with other creative ways to to sort of give you other places to watch as well, but we'd be irresponsible if we told you that we didn't think that a, a Max Verstappen bet was logical this week because as the stats have shown you, as he's shown you week after week, he's the guy to beat until somebody beats him, right? So you're going to have to to work off of that, and if that's boring... Maybe you're in the wrong sport at this point, but uh, we've, we've given you some exciting other ways to keep yourself occupied watching the the running order. So that's that's our goal in this and also to win you money too. So, Yeah, and I mean, it's the most likely outcome, right? It is for Max to win this, Max to lay down the fastest lap. We know any given point, if he ever feels like he wants to be the fastest lap, he'll just go out and do it and he can and you can't stop him. Even if they've tried, <laughs> they've tried to tell him, don't do it. And he says, no, I'm the best driver in the world and I'm going to do it. And so you're getting the most probable outcome at minus 150. Sure, it's a little juice, but it's not crazy juice. Uh, and you only pay the juice if you lose, Rod. How many times do we say that, right? And so we've got some love for Lewis here and maybe Lewis wins this or whatever. But if Lewis wins and you hit a 16 to 1, you're not going to care about not hitting this bet because you hit the 16 to 1. That That's going to cover it. So... Uh, again, it's just you're taking the most the most probable outcome and getting it at a price that's decent and that's that's affordable, right? Minus 300 for him to win. Why not just toss in the fastest lap, cut that price in half, make it much easier to pay that? Um, and if it doesn't happen, you've got these other bets built in. You've got the insurance plays. So I think it's the right way to go. Also an update, Lewis to win the poll and the race, 65 to 1 over on DraftKings. Like that even more. So uh as we always say, shop around a little bit and uh, get a good price. 65 to 1 for Lewis to win the poll and the race. Oof, I love it, Rod. That's a be, good one. We thought this hitting this 30 to 1 in NASCAR was nice this past weekend. Oh, buddy. Go Lewis Hamilton. I'm going to light every. Actually, no, I'm not going to light candles because that didn't work for Sheldon Creed. I'm not <laughs> yeah. lighting anything. <laughs> Throw that candle. I'll get a different one. Stay away from all the candles. <laughs> we're just, we're just going to go straight for it. So, uh, speaking of going straight for it, get out your pen and paper. We are going to go over the bets for this Hungarian Grand Prix. Cody started you out with a Lewis uh, Hamilton podium finish at plus 120 over on Barstool. I gave you Hamilton as the fastest in free practice one at 16 to 1. Cody told you that both McLaren cars were going to finish inside the points at minus 120 on Bet365. I gave you Ocon as a top six finish at 6-1 to one over on Bet365. Cody gave you Daniel Ricciardo in his triumphant return uh, with AlphaTauri to finish inside the points at plus 200 on Bet365. 
I said Red Bull was going to have the fastest pit stop at minus 125 at bet 365. We'll keep shopping around for you. Maybe that price gets a little better. Uh, probably not, but uh, we'll, we'll keep you posted on that one. And then Cody gave you a 18 total classified finishers for this race over at plus 175 on bet 365. Lewis to win at 16 to 1. And then, of course, our play, Lewis to hit the pole and win at 65 to 1 on DraftKings. And then, of course, I said hedge everything with Max to win and get the fastest lap at minus 150 over on Bet365 as well. Cody, I think we've got some good plays in there again for these guys. I feel like we've we've hit some good ones over the last you know season and a half, and we try to give you some good ones. We really do. It's it's not. I know it's not easy sometimes in F1, and I know a lot of the folks that uh, that tell us that they've switched over say, well, it's. It's a little different, and it is. But uh, again, if it's profitable, who cares, right? Yeah, absolutely. It's it's very different, and, and that's the uh, that's the thing you have to know, right? Is it's is it's a different discipline, but it's fun in its own way. Yes, Max wins a lot. We know, we get it, right? It happens, but uh, that doesn't mean that there's you can't bet build your bets around that. You can't bet on how much you win. You know, you can bet on how much he wins by. You can bet. There's so many different ways, and betting on it makes it so much more exciting because you're worried about Daniel Ricardo battling for that points finish in 10th place. You're worried about are both McLaren still up in the points. You're worried about is Ocon in seventh or is he going to get to sixth? That's what you're paying attention to makes it so much more fun. And uh, yeah, I like it. I was trying to look. What do you think about Lewis fastest lap at 14 to one? If we're throwing out 16 to 1s I mean, for Frank. Yeah. If we're throwing out just everything on Lewis this week. Might as well put that one in there too. Uh, let, let's add that. Lewis 14 to 1 fastest lap. Maybe we'll just clean up on on Lewis Hamilton this week. It'll be a Lewis it'll be a Lewis sweep. Uh, and then of course, you know, he's going to go out and kill everybody, which is good. That, that's what we're hoping for, right? That's a uh, boy. We'll have a hell of a party next week if all these hits. So, add that uh, that's over on Caesar. So, yeah, we're going to throw that out as the official bonus play on top of the bonus play that we already gave you. But uh going to be exciting. It's going to be a good one. A lot of fun. Uh, I'm excited for this race and excited for, for back-to-back weekends with F1 here coming up. I don't know that I've ever seen our F1 thing this full. That's a lot of that's a lot of bonus we've picks we've given you. And we're early in the week, too. There's not even necessarily everything out yet. But uh, stay tuned in the Discord and, and follow us on Twitter for extra tally site picks maybe later on in the week here. So much fun. So much fun. Uh, all right. Well, then, Cody, as we prepare for another week of F1, thank God, uh, why don't you let everybody know where they can find you on social media? And then, you know, we'll actually be back again this week with the bonus IndyCar yes. episode. Yeah. Follow me on Twitter at, oh, excuse me, at under, uh, boy, I should probably know my own Twitter handle, huh? At Husker underscore Zeeb. That is my Twitter handle. Uh, follow the show as well at F1 Gambling Pod. Uh, again, I'm going to be live at the IndyCar races this weekend in Iowa. I'll be there for Saturday and Sunday races. Um, so definitely follow on Twitter. If you want to see, I'll, I always take tons of photos and uh, videos while I'm there. So I will be posting all that stuff over there. If you want to follow along, the Discord as well. Be in there, of course, always over there. Uh, and then, yeah, I'll share. I got all kinds of stuff coming out this week. We've got so many pods like we talked about. So many races to talk about this week. I think we've got six different races we can bet on. SRX, all three NASCAR series in uh, in action. So check out the NASCAR Gambling Podcast as well. IndyCar F1 over here. It's a loaded week. Going to be a lot of fun. I'm, I'm pumped up. I'm excited. 
Can't wait to uh, to. It's not F1, but uh, can't wait to feel some open open wheel cars in person this week. Uh, taking on an oval, nonetheless. Catch Cody's selfies with all of the greats over there: Polo, Dixon, all those guys. Uh, and of course, follow me on Twitter at RJ Gomez. Link in the bottom. Everything I got going on, whether it's here, whether it's in between media, the back road going to be taking over this Thursday. We'll talk Pocono with uh, Seth and Elliot. They're going to be there, so that'll be fun to do that as well. And then, of course, uh, catch my new show on Four Frequency Sake, Fast Money. Give out some extra bets. Maybe I'll throw in some more F1 bets uh, while we're at it, too, on that show. It's on the Four Frequency channel YouTube, so make sure you head over there as well. Back later on this week, we're going to talk IndyCar on the F1 Gambling Podcast. We'll, we'll make this uh, worth your while and have some fun with you then. So, until then, let's go racing and let it ride. <laughs>